Welcome back to Vitamin C, the Creators Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ali, tell us what is Creators and why should we get involved? Yeah, Creators is the best explanation I can think of is it's a community on campus and a resource center on campus that helps students develop their creative ideation skills and problem solving skills and the medium through which we do that is through entrepreneurship so we want people from any and all majors to come and apply their skills that they have and refine them through student-run startups or solving problems to make the world better and yeah that's kind yeah, of I, short answer i totally agree i would just add i i see it as helping students to provide more value wherever they're at. You know, if you want to start a startup, if you don't, um, we just want to help you to become the best person, the most innovative and creative person you can be. And we do that a lot through community and events and fun stuff, so. Yeah, totally. And there's seriously a place for everyone in creators. I think that's the big thing is people hear entrepreneurship and get scared, but Entrepreneurship, like I said, is just the medium through which we practice these skills. Yeah. And it's super fun. I always learn a lot whenever I'm here. Yeah, me too. So with this podcast, we are going to provide information about events, events that are going to happen soon, um, different things like that. We are also in the future going to talk about different startup news, both local and national. So keep a lookout for that in the future. Um, but today, Allie, who do we have with us? We have a very special guest. Very special. <laughs> so special. <laughs> we have Jimmy from Bum Boys here. How's it yeah. going? How's yeah, it going? <laughs> Jimmy, go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce who yourself. you are, what you do in your business. Um, yeah, I am Jimmy Watson. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas originally. I'm a senior here at BYU studying entrepreneurial management and I own Bun Boys, which is a really cool, fast, casual restaurant in Provo. We do like Asian American fusion steam buns. So i um, been doing that for the last two years. So. And they're delicious. They are they're so delicious. freaking good. <laughs> and you just opened in the social, didn't you? Yeah. Down on the university. Yeah. So we have like a second-ish location yeah. um, at the social in Provo too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And your main location is on Freedom, right? Yeah. Freedom, Freedom Boulevard across from Smith's. Awesome. So is this your last semester? Uh, I have spring and summer okay. left, so I'm walking in April, so nice. it's like a fake graduation. <laughs> <laughs> You're then, so close. I know, yeah. That is funny. Awesome. So where, like obviously we have to start talking about where the idea from Bum Boys came, like how did you, one, have the idea and also know that it was a good idea? Yeah. Um, so I had the idea like a year before I started it probably, mm-hmm. and it was like during COVID, so I was like cooking a lot. And I had just, like, been making homemade, like, burger buns, like, every day for, like, a week. And I was just, like, obsessed about them. (laughs) And so, so, like, it was weird. And then I was like, hmm, bun boys. I just, like, had a little idea journal that I kept for, like, random things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bun boys, uh, burgers with homemade buns. And that was it. And so I just thought it was a cool name. And then um, COVID was happening and didn't really do anything. And then... I was living in New York for a sec over COVID, and so I would go to oh, Chinatown wow. a lot. Um, 
and just eat steam buns like all the time. Mm -hmm. And one of my best friends was out there with me, and he's half Chinese, and so we just eat them. He's like, you should make these because you know I like to cook. And I'm like, maybe I don't know. Yeah. And then got back, wanted to like I was in an entrepreneurship class, wanted to start a business, and then like I was like, this is a cool name, but and like a cool concept kind of. But I was like, sandwiches and like burgers isn't really like novel. Mm -hmm. So I was like, but steam buns are kind of cool, and it's like the same thing, right? It's like a steam bun, a bao bun, it's the same thing. Like bun is bao. And, yeah. Um, so that's where kind of like the inspiration for it came and then just started making them in my apartment. Same thing. I just kind of got obsessed with like making the dough and putting different, like anything that I like, liked eating with bread, I was like, we could put it in a bun. Mm -hmm. So I put go. like buffalo chicken stuff in it or just like barbecue pork, like whatever it was, I was just like putting it in. And some of the stuff I tried out is like on our menu today, but, mm -hmm. um, that's kind of where it came from. And then I just had people over all the time, like trying it and. Mm -hmm. seeing if it was good and then we did a couple pop-ups to like get it going yeah and we sold out like two of the three days we did one one weekend and so i was like this seems like that's a, cool. could be a good idea so mm -hmm. that's where kind of like the inspiration and then like also where i was like okay this is like validating to have people like buy my food actually not just like eat it for free and be like this mm -hmm. was great you know yeah, yeah. Um, definitely yeah. that's cool so did you kind of always know you wanted to start a business of some sort and then this is the one that kind of felt right um i was actually didn't really know what I was doing at the time. So like, yeah. um, right before COVID, it's like 2019. I was just like, I was doing pre-med okay. since hmm. like January of 2019 for like probably like a year, year and a half. And then like during COVID, I just decided I hated medical classes. <laughs> Not that the medical yeah. profession is bad, but I just hated the classes. That's and so funny. started taking some business stuff, took an entrepreneurship class with Corbin Church, and that was kind of like. What made me go oh that maybe this is for me because i just didn't really like school um and then i, I like i've always had business ideas but i never wanted mm -hmm. to start them because i'm like oh, i'll be a doctor so yeah. I don't really, i'm not going to use any of these mm -hmm. things yeah um but i had like a dj business in high school so like, oh that's cool i'd like play at parties and stuff like that <laughs> so we, it, always been entrepreneurial <laughs> oh yes um, <laughs> so kind of so cool. both kind of not but yeah taking yeah. the class kind of like made me want to like actually start something during school mm -hmm. that's awesome Nice. So what, what, like, what was the scariest part about starting a business from scratch? Um, I don't see in the beginning, I really like the only thing that was like scaring me was like, how can I do this? Like, where can I like find the resources to like figure this out? Mm -hmm. Cause I was like doing it and I was like really gung ho about like, I'd be skipping class, like, making buns in my apartment. <laughs> so I, like, wasn't scared about, like, missing classes. And yeah. I was like, this seems like a really good idea. Um, and at first, I just, like, didn't know, like, where to begin, I guess. Yeah. I was just kind of had this product, and I didn't really know. And, like, bring it to people who, like, were in the food industry. I'm like, here, try this. And, like, tell me what to do. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, save up some money and then renovate a shop. And I'm like, that seems, like, so weird. So That seems so weird. After I talked to, like five or six like restaurant tours kind mm -hmm. of who are like people in the restaurant industry mm -hmm. like all of them were like you should just get a space when you have enough money re renovate it for like two hundred thousand dollars and then that should be like a good direction for you and i'm like it seems really ridiculous and i talked to one person they're like you should do pop-ups i was like what is a pop-up so just getting like initial guides was kind of spooky for me but i wasn't really like too scared about like the risk behind it because i was like if it flops like i put zero money into this right yeah. and mm -hmm. i'm still in school i have like no obligation i have kids i have yeah. a wife mm -hmm. i don't really have kind a job the best time to do it yeah. yeah so that was kind of my thinking going in um i'm like 
sometimes I'm like more scared now than I was like in the beginning because I just have employees and yeah. other things, right? So it wasn't too crazy, but that was probably, I just didn't know what to do really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, it seems like, yeah, kind of the transition from it just being an interest to business was pretty gradual and like seamless. So that probably took like some of the fear out of it. Like it wasn't like you were woke up one day and was like, I need to make this profitable right now. Yeah. yeah. And I had, I had some money saved up. So I was like, I don't yeah, you spend don't have of like stress about it or anything. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's not going to be too bad. Right. And so, <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah. So you mentioned skipping class. <laughs> um, how is Which I think is awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Um, how is balancing school and work with a startup, especially like now since you've been doing it for so long, how has that changed your school experience? Yeah. So in the, in the beginning, I think I was taking 14 credits when I like started it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just had to kind of go, okay, like I'm, I'm learning in a different way right now mm-hmm. than I would be in class. So my grades are going to kind of take a hit from it. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, I was like, put myself in a position where I was like, I think I'm okay if I just pass the class was like the first thing because I just get in, gotten A's and B's. Like I just came from like pre-med, which is like, if you don't get a yeah, yeah, B or an A, then you're, you're, done. you're done, right? So um, that was really, it was a little bit stressful in the beginning, but like I just kind of found ways to like put in way less effort and still kind of mm-hmm. skirt by. And then as I've like gotten more into it and like started it, like it's taken up more of my time. I've had to like take like nine or, 10 credits a semester or like I'll start with 12 and then I'll have to drop a class because I just can't mm-hmm. handle it. Mm-hmm. But the entrepreneurship program has been really helpful for that because they give you a ton of time to just work on your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like now I'm like kind of out of like the core classes and I'm not um, able to like just get credit for working on my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to really like put in late hours and, and early mornings, kind of like how I did in the beginning where I wasn't taking mm-hmm. any entrepreneurship classes. So it's just like, it's just a little bit stressful and like I don't get as much time to hang out with my friends and stuff like yeah. I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like fun boys and school is my free time. I don't really yeah. have any, I have some free time but not a lot if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Do you feel like the entrepreneur, if you're serious about starting a business as a student, do you think the entrepreneurship major is like the best route for sure or yeah, um, do you I think, think you could get value in other majors? I think you could definitely get value from other majors, like, um, but the biggest thing is just the time exchange, you mm-hmm. know? So like, if you are like super, you're a, gonna start a business or you already have started a business while mm-hmm. you're in school and it's like just taking off, like I would definitely recommend like looking into it and just like looking at like the pros and cons. Like if you could get 50 hours of schoolwork back to put into your business a week mm-hmm. versus like having to put 50 hours into school and then 40, 50, yeah. 60 hours into your business, like what the exchange would be like, right? Yeah. Like that was my case. I was like working like 80 hours a week, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, at least I know that 50 hours of this work is also going to count towards school. my school, right? Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, that's the way I kind of like looked at it when I was applying for it. And, and honestly, after I started, like I was in the major and I was like, so thankful, like I could have applied to, I could have gotten into the finance program because I did well in the class and like, I was like, there's no way. My finance buddies are like drowning in their homework mm-hmm. and the professors would like not understand. Right? Yeah, for sure. They'd be like, sorry, dude, uh, you're supposed to do entrepreneurship after school. So I, I don't, yeah. probably just a general statement, but yeah. like, I definitely think it's, it's way better like time-wise. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I never thought of that before. Yeah, I, 
I mean, I don't know a ton about like the entrepreneurship major and like a lot of the classes and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people that listen don't know a ton about it either. So how has like BYU's entrepreneurship resources and the major and everything that they have, how have they helped you as you started your business? Yeah, so like the, the time thing is like super helpful, right? Um, and then the professors are really just flexible and like want to help you out. Okay. And so like any problems that I came up with, like I would kind of go to them first. And if they didn't know how to solve it themselves, like they had somebody they could like point you to, okay. right? Like they're all well connected. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rollins Center and like the creators has like so many different resources. And so if they didn't know somebody here, they point me up to the creators or then they point me somewhere else, right? But usually like, they knew somebody who knew somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that connection was just really nice. Um, and there's just like good insight from like an academic standpoint too, because there's just stuff you don't think about as you're just kind of like, living the entrepreneurial life like you're yeah. just you're just going 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 and, and sometimes you don't take time to like sit down and like look at the numbers of things like you should but sometimes yeah. you, just, you just can't if you're like doing it by yourself too so um it was really helpful like just having like a grounding place where i could just be like hey am i missing something here or there yeah and they could go yeah you're missing x mm-hmm. y or z like you should do this like so does that make sense yeah yeah um that's yeah, awesome. I think yeah. BYU, like, I don't know about other schools, but the entrepreneurship faculty is super serious about getting people actually doing entrepreneurship. Yeah. They're not teaching you how to do it later. They really want people to do it now. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, I, I just think that's really helpful. Yeah, total, most of, like, the classes are project-based. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're all project-based. Yeah. So, like, no tests, really. It's all just, like, you're not like memorizing like keywords and sure stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's this way to go see if a product is gonna work in a market or see if this is like a good product market fit. Like, mm-hmm. come up with the product and then like show us your demographic and like show us how you'd market to them. And so you like go throughout the semester building almost like a company in most in most classes, um, or like taking a pain and trying to develop that into a business. And it's really cool mm-hmm. in that way. So you get like a mm-hmm. lot of different skills, not just like one focus skill which has its pros and cons too right so yeah yeah that's awesome definitely so you you kind of mentioned you you had some money like saved up before you're starting um going along with that like as a student i'm sure it's harder to raise capital and i don't know if you've raised any or if you just went off your savings but how how what's the best way would you say to go about getting raising funds to start something if you don't have any um, I would really look at like what you're trying to do, right? And because mm-hmm. um, honestly, having no money, like I had some savings. I had sold like door to door sales. Okay. Yeah, it was the the worst, but it <laughs> yeah. made some good money like doing it, right? Um, and so got out as quickly as I could. Um, <laughs> not so bad. Got home. what you wanted and left. Summer sales, great. You learn how to sell and you make some good money. But um, anyways. Different topic. Yeah, different. That, yeah that's pretty but, different. Uh, that's different. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I would really, like, look at, like, what you're trying to do because, like, I did not have a lot of money and I didn't want to spend a lot of money on it. So it really, mm-hmm. like, made me get creative with the way that we paid for stuff. That makes sense. And this really, like, developed our business model to just be, like, way more profitable. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I would I think if I just, because I'm a spender, I just... If I have money, I'll usually spend it. <laughs> I'm so, not saying So, like, um, I think if somebody just, like, came in with, like, $100,000 and just, like, capital infused the business, 
like I would have been buying like ridiculous stuff, yeah. like like new equipment, like everything that we have is like used, yeah. secondhand, third hand, like and I was just really scrappy with like the way we spent our money just because mm-hmm. I didn't really have any, yeah. right? Just like a couple like thousand that. dollars. So, um, and like in some cases that works. Um, and then later on, you'll probably need more funds if you're like trying to grow. So we took out a line of credit mm-hmm. um, a couple months ago just because we were needing to scale a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We were doing more hours and um, more catering and stuff like that. And that's like more upfront costs and then they pay us yeah. later type stuff. So um, that was useful. Like at SBA department is like really good about like giving young entrepreneurs like funds with like really good terms for like mm-hmm. the loans and stuff like that. But like. I think friends and family are also a really good resource. Like my family has helped out too. If we ever like had a really bad, like our third month in business, like it was, what was it? January. And so like everyone was gone for Christmas break. Right. And so we were just struggling. And so like my parents really helped me out a ton Mm -hmm. at that point. So um, I'd say like do as much as you can on your own to like, just be scrappy and like not spend money or like, okay, I can spend money on this thing right now and it'll get us by the next month or two until we've like built up enough income within the business to like pay for the new thing or like yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way that like I think about it is like, what can I do that is kind of crappy right now, but gets the job done. Yeah. And then I can pay for the thing that's more expensive or raise money later from friends or family. But if it's like a tech business or something else, that's a little yeah, bit more involved, right? You, you probably need to raise money for yeah. that. But like mm-hmm. a restaurant or a service business is, is probably easier to just be really scrappy and just like, you can use the money that you get from the business to like capital infuse your own business. So that makes mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's really cool. I, I hadn't ever really thought about it like that. Like, cause I feel like for myself and I'm sure a lot of people are like this too. Like when I think about doing something new, I think I need all new stuff. I need all the best stuff so I can go, but yeah, getting like secondhand stuff that works great. You know, it's just, it doesn't have, it's not in a new box. It's not shiny, it's you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's really smart. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, it's just a it's just a weird game of like, okay, what can I make do with right now, and yeah. then not run out of money, you know, when yeah, I'm exactly. selling this good, and then can I keep making money off of this crappy thing and then upgrade it later, maybe mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's cool. It's an interesting game I play yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. chestnut checkers. Exactly. <laughs> so, like you mentioned, like tech is a whole different world and a lot of creators and honestly BYU entrepreneurs do a lot in tech and work in digital projects I think because really all you need is coding skills you need you need knowledge and time Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of people come to us and think it's super daunting to start a physical product or a storefront so with everything it takes to open a restaurant tell us about your process of kind of taking that leap and making that transition to actually invest in a physical space and open up the storefront. Yeah, um, I'd say like tech is like super expensive, right? Like, I mean, it takes a lot of your time, right? If you just like want to code something by yourself, but like to hire out is like way expensive, right? And so mm-hmm. in my brain, it's almost easier to start like a consumer good mm-hmm. or like whether that's like selling on e-commerce or like having an actual store, like physical location for it. Or like a restaurant's perfect example of like usually you need a physical location yeah. or like mm-hmm. some place where you can produce the stuff um, and, and it's almost like easier in my brain from just a like money standpoint like what do you really actually need to like 
jump into this business. Like I was mentioning before, like what can you get by on? Mm -hmm. But also like make sure your product is like well validated, right? Like people are willing yeah. to pay yeah, for it, for sure. right? So there's ways to like do that without having a physical location, right? With anything consumer good or, or food, mm -hmm. um, selling it at farmer's markets or like you can open like a ghost kitchen door dash yeah. um, from your apartment Mm -hmm, and not totally. get shut down for for a sec. It's a little sketchy, <laughs> but, a little while. but but like you can make it. You can like validate and really see if people are going to actually pay for your product. Because that's the biggest thing in like a consumer good or like a physical product. Yeah. Will this person like pay for my thing and then like keep coming back? Right. So, mm -hmm. um, when it comes to like renting a space, mm -hmm. or well, you probably wouldn't want to purchase one, but like leasing, like just seeing if like the terms work with like what you're selling, right? And yeah okay, can I, re from the validation I've already like compiled, like people have been paying for this. If I were to have an actual physical location, I'd have more marketing, right? Like more people would notice me. So I'd get theoretically more customers. Mm -hmm. Do I think I could handle this rent for the first month? And so if you can get like a, a good deal, like I would not go into anything that's like a three to five year lease. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can get like a year lease or like a month to month, Mm -hmm. And just be like really scrappy about like where you're looking for the lease. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the best way to like get into like a physical location is just kind of like, okay, can, could I get by with the rent and like what the sales I've been making for the first month? Mm -hmm. If it's a yes, then I would say take the leap, you know, like yeah. if you can do the first month and then you just go, okay, my only expense is I'm not going to have employees because I'm going to work the shop myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have to pay for rent and utilities mm -hmm. and then cost of goods mm -hmm. yeah usually like that was what kind of pushed me over the edge because like people have been paying for this when we've been like out in the streets like we yeah. were just selling this out of a back of a truck like yeah. i'd sell it out yeah. of the back of my car and people would come and buy it right yeah i'm like if we had a store even more people would come and buy it so that yeah. was my logic behind it and i was just like we can pay for the first month's rent and i think we can pay for the second month's rent so let's just kind of go for it and then I think that like drives you to like put more work into it. Yeah. It's a bigger commitment, right? You're already in it. So that's what, like I would, as soon as I like signed the lease, I was like, oh crap, like we have so much more to do than I thought. Mm -hmm. um, so it is kind of a leap and it's, it can be kind of scary, but if you have a good product that people pay for. I think it, it gets a little bit less scary from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think a big problem people run into is wanting to take that risk because it seems so scary. And so that's why I think a lot of students rely on like, well, I can build an app and maybe get an investor, but at least it's all it's taken is my time and my yeah. skills. But I like that advice of just like, if you have a physical thing you want to try, just try it and you don't need a five-year plan or you don't even need a month to month plan yeah, at the yeah. minute. Like you mm -hmm. just see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Because either it sells or it doesn't sell, right? And yet if you produced yeah. it like with your own hands or like your own time, like, all you lose is that, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you sell it, you're making money off of it, right? So yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's the kind of the way. Of, it's it's a wacky way of looking at it, but yeah. it, it works. But I think it's like a realistic way to look at it because I I know so many Definitely. people, including myself, being like, oh, when I have this much saved up, I can do that eventually. Yeah. It's like yeah, totally. If you're not willing to do it right now, then it might not ever happen. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I love it. So I think um, I feel like a lot of people and students specifically like they want to start a business or they want to go into entrepreneurship because they want to make like a ton of money you know they want to get rich obviously it's a grind um yeah, totally for right. you and your business how long did it take to become profitable at all um so i pay myself like a, just a little bit like here and there to get by each month yeah 
Um, we, I think it took us like six months-ish like to just like fully be like, okay, we're making money yeah. here. So like we opened in October and then from the money and I, I invested in the shop and the mic beforehand um, to where like I was actually like taking on the paycheck was probably like April, May. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like a lot and it still like isn't, yeah. isn't a ton, right? Because I have, it, it's different rank restaurants. The profit margin is like so slim, right? Yeah. I didn't even know when I was getting into it. Like I was like, this looks like it could be a good business. People are paying for this. Like I'm taking home this much. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've really gotten back is like some more freedom lately. Yeah. Like I'm not in the shop as more as much, but that means I'm taking home less, right? Because I'm paying for we have like 12 employees, mm-hmm. right? So um, if that kind of answers your question, but yeah, it, it's like it is a total grind, and I think it's rewarding if you can because I've been in school so much I like don't get to work as much as I would like to mm-hmm. where I could like take home more money right like if I wasn't paying for employees but like it's really valuable for me to just like get time back to yeah like have a business where I can support myself whatever it is like bare minimum support I'm like cool yeah um but I get a lot of time back like mm-hmm. I don't have to like spend time in a job like and I make my own hours like and I can work from my bed and just yeah work on spreadsheets or whatever it is so um yeah, it's, it's definitely a grind and it's super hard, but I think the freedom you get back and then just like being your own boss is, is totally worth it, mm-hmm. low level. And then as you kind of start to grow more, you make more money, right? And you can be super rich or whatever, you know? Yeah, but, yeah um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what was kind of your process and like how you knew when it was the right time to scale and like how it has been scaling? Yeah, so we did our first pop-up in February of 2021 Mm -hmm. and that was a three day long thing Thursday Friday Saturday um, from like six to midnight Mm -hmm. and we just like advertised the heck out of it on Instagram and did a bunch of flyers and Mm -hmm. I don't get one free stuff so we did that and um, it went super well like people like we had a we sold out the first night in three hours Mm -hmm. and then the second night we sold out in four and then the third night we like made like triple what we had made the other nights because uh, like I was working from like six in the morning till we close at like one yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like and we were like really, I think we were like 20 buns from selling out that night, but it was just like this crazy mm-hmm. hype thing. I was like, okay, like I don't even know any of these people. So yeah. I think this is a yeah. good business. And so mm-hmm. like from there, I was like, okay, I'm pretty much all in on this. Let's just see like how it goes over the next couple of months doing other pop-ups mm-hmm. uh, to see like people come back mm-hmm. and they did. And so that was really cool. So it's like people came initially and then they came back and then like brought a friend, which is like a telltale sign for me. Yeah, I was that's like, what you want. awesome. Yeah. And I'd like look at people's reactions and they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Right. And like, um, so that was like a really big sign for me that was like, I didn't want to do a food truck. I wanted a physical location. Yeah. Um, and so I just did pop-ups for a while and then, as soon as I felt like we had enough money saved up too, because I did, didn't have any employees either. So like mm-hmm. my friends were volunteering on weekends. We just did Friday, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. We'd go to like parking lots or parties and stuff like that and just like sell up, set up a table and chairs and then yeah. just like sell out of my car. Um, That's awesome. And then, <laughs> so that, that was really like, when people started to come back over and over and over again and we had like enough money where I was like, okay, we can get the first month's rent was kind of when I was like, 
Well, really, like the motivating factor, if I'm like being super honest, was we got shut down by the health department. <laughs> so that was like my that was my sign where I was like, okay, they know about us. They know about they us. They can't operate illegally out of my apartment anymore. So, so let's find a store. That was my only option. Really, was uh-huh. to find a store and get legal, or else they would come at me again. And I think they would have. They like threatened to deny like an actual health department like mm-hmm. permit if I like kept doing yeah. it really? out of my apartment so so you really had to you had to make it work <laughs> yeah exactly so we had to make it work but i was like from a, a logic standpoint like usually you don't want to get shut down in the health department but <laughs> generally speaking generally speaking yeah. i think once you have like people coming back and and you feel like it's a it's a good enough product product and you have your processes down mm-hmm. i think it's it's a good point to like make the transition to the storefront mm-hmm. yeah for sure or online whatever if it's a mm-hmm. consumer good like online or, or storefront or both yeah yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, yeah, it's been it's been awesome talking to you about Bun Boys and about your experience growing the business and everything and everything you learned. Um, what if there was just like one last piece of advice to give to someone who wants to start a business, whatever it may be? What advice do you have? Um, I just like say like there's no like perfect balance. Like um, people ask me all the time, and I, I know like some of my professors students in the class will always ask like what's like the balance in your life like how do you balance like being an entrepreneur and being in school and your spirituality and social life mm-hmm. and I think it just like comes down to like there's just different points in the month or week or like yeah. day where I just have to like sacrifice like hanging out with friends or doing school work you know it just ebbs and flows right so there's no perfect balance and like um, I used to get really upset with myself because I was just like I'm really struggling in school or like I don't have enough time to like hang out with my, with my friends. Yeah. And so like, it, it's a little bit sad. But, like now my friends like don't invite me as much to stuff because they just I was always busy. Yeah, I just had to say no all the time. And so like, don't be afraid to like say no. But like, they're still my friends, and I still mm-hmm. go hang out with them when I can. For sure. Um, but there's and I I do it more now than I did in the beginning. So it's like, you have to exchange things here and there. And mm-hmm. and like looking back, I wouldn't like change anything. Like it was a really good experience like not hanging out with friends or like not doing school as much Mm -hmm. so that I could learn and grow in this really hard way over here like doing fun boys so I just say like don't get upset or like beat yourself up about like not being able to balance things Mm -hmm. as much as like you used to Mm -hmm. when you were just a student and you had like a nine-to-five job or whatever it is you know so um it's just finding what like what makes you feel good and 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 not like burning yourself out in that way or like getting too much in your head because sometimes I just get like yeah, and you should be sure. hanging out with your friends or doing school yeah. more. And yeah, you're doing what you're doing, and you, you should be content with like where you are. You know, you're at, you're at where you're at for a reason. You mm-hmm. know, so. that. Yeah, totally. If there's anything I learned from econ, opportunity cost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have everything at once. So. Exactly, you can't have everything, but what you can't have, just appreciate. Yeah, kind of thing, I like that. You know, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you want to ask the outro question? Yeah. So, what we're gonna do every podcast episodes we're gonna have like a big thought-provoking question to end it nice. and so this is your question this week is what gets you excited about life this is for me yeah for you um for me like the just the opportunity to to grow different things like to build businesses and mm-hmm. build other things like um usually in my brain i have like two or three businesses that i'm like constantly just like thinking about that yeah. could be really cool um and so just like the thought of of doing like i'll listen to how i built this podcast it's awesome like podcast. similar to this right yeah um while i'm driving and i'm just like imagining like 
not necessarily being interviewed by like Guy Raz, right? Or, yeah. But like just being at a point where I can be like, this is something huge that I've built that's like making a difference in people's lives, whether that's through employ employment or like through the product or like good or yeah. service that I'm providing. And that's really like exciting to me is just mm -hmm. having the opportunity to like, maybe today I'm gonna have a really cool idea and I'm gonna get stoked on that and I'm just gonna like go grind on that idea. Mm -hmm. And so like, Fun Boys, like I keep growing it as much as I can, but I just have other ideas where I'm like, this is so exciting to me. So um, Fun Boys is exciting, but I just, the future is exciting, you know? I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. Building stuff. What about you, Allie? Allie, what gets you excited about life? Oh boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think what gets me excited about life is getting to enjoy life's pleasures mm. and fun like things. That. Like I really live to have fun and enjoy like all the amazing things we have on earth. And that's a big motivator for me to work hard so I can get to do that. I like that, that's very cool. <laughs> very nice. What about you? What gets you excited about life? <laughs> um, I think for me, what gets me excited is, is getting the chance to like see other cultures and like travel and just experience different ways of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being able to like do whatever I can to help people wherever I go. Like I want to do more to, to help people, whether that's just being nice or like doing formal service or whatever it is. I feel like I get excited to put a smile on people's faces. I don't know. Wow, that's so That's so sweet. nice. So sweet. <laughs> Such a kind soul. I do what I can. <laughs> no, just thank you. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. Thank you, guys. Um, been awesome talking to you. Tell us about where they can come get Bun Boys, how how they can reach you and yeah. everything. Um, so you can find us at 383 North Freedom Boulevard is the address. <laughs> there you go, 383. Um, just put in Bun Boys in Google Yeah, Maps. just yeah. put in Bun Boys in Google Maps. It's the only one, even if you're out of state. <laughs> so, um, awesome. But yeah, you can order off our website. It's just bunboys.com. You do catering. We have your food in here quite yeah. a bit. Quite yeah, a bit in awesome. the we cater weddings, parties, events. Um, but yeah, you can find us online too. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for having coming thank you guys yeah thank you jimmy it's been a pleasure appreciate you letting me share my buns with you <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> awesome well for everyone listening we will be back soon enough with another podcast and be sure to stay um, we'll be back next week next week <laughs> with a surprise guest mm -hmm.